We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. Our washing machine is pure like when you a fella texts you, then you text him back straight away, and then he doesn't text you for ages, and you're reeking. So basically, our washing machine's a fuck boy. Like he doesn't tell you when it's going to be finished or get back to you. Hey, mummies, I'm Kevin, and I'm PJ, and welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Back at Factory Studios, guys. I know, and I'm loving it still. It's so gorgeous. It's so nice here. And I've kind of changed up the seating arrangements just because I'm kind of like feeling it over here today. You oh, know? you're in the other end of the studio today. Yeah, you? exactly. Just because I feel like I can change it about. We didn't have much room to play around at the kitchen table back home. We kind of had to sit in a certain place over the one mic. We were practically linking arms in the last <laughs> gaff. We were sweating because we were so close. But what was so nice about being in Factory Studios for last week especially is because we had our guest on so yeah. it was like imagine the feckin' tarot card reader coming into our kitchen <laughs> and our housemate coming in and being like what's going on here she think we're having a seance imagine her getting out of Stratford Station and going what the fuck is going on <laughs> she'd been coming over through the shopping centre and been like oh my god this is a bad idea but if anyone wants to check it out or book a space or even ask us any questions about it just DM us or go on to just factory.uk.com I feel like in the last episode we didn't get to have like a proper catch up because we were like booking the tarot reader by the hour so we like had to make them all <laughs> and she was expensive of girlies but like so we didn't have time to do a proper catch up so like we didn't even find out anything about your trip to New York oh yeah girl she went international again but I kind of don't want to hear about it at the same time no but it was fucking unreal <sighs> like sorry now like concrete jungle where dreams are made of they weren't <laughs> lying but were you scared over there no babe Empire State of Mind <laughs> that's another song it's the same song I think same song you weren't scared 
Why would I be scared? That's the one thing I feel like America seems so attractive to me and I love the idea of going over. I feel like I'd be pure scared. I'm scared anyway. It took me a while to adjust to London but I feel like I'm actually okay now going around the gap by myself. I think because we grew up in Cork and in Ireland and like going up to Dublin and stuff, sure all the ruffians in Cork and Dublin are way scarier than the ones in New York. Like. Are they? I just think because if, if someone's like kind of rough and trying to like be a bit like being a bit crazy in, in New York because they have an American accent I find it being like less less intimidating less intimidating yeah. I kind of get that or is it more intimidating no it's pure less I'm just like ask it now you're like someone from a film <laughs> whereas like if someone in Dublin's like give me your money I'm like oh I'm sorry oh my god that's actually true I'd be probably more scared of the Dublin accent than I would than we'll say like the American one I, I, shall we were coming back from a show in Dublin we were terrified getting on the air course. oh yeah well that was a bit chaotic whatever part of Dublin we were in that time yeah but like literally me and Jose frolicking around New York like dressed in like head to toe diamonds and miniskirts and we were living our life oh yeah I, you were serving quite a few looks there was that one where you were dressing up as your mum I didn't know what was going on <laughs> I thought it was like I mean like all for you like expressing your individuality and like you know serving a look are you on about when I wore the um, leopard print hat you look like Doc Cotton off his cinders. Babe, if Doc Cotton did Project Runway, maybe. <laughs> I was iconic. All you were short was a cigarette in your mouth and a washing machine to be leaning off of. No, babe, I was living. I just felt like I could just do whatever I wanted. And you know what? It really made me appreciate Jose even more because I was like, I love that my boyfriend wants to like serve these outrageous looks with me and also like doesn't care that I like j- like to dress feminine or like yeah. like to like mix it up, you know? Because like your, He doesn't care that you dress up like your man. Like that's <laughs> nice, isn't it? No, but you know what I mean? Like, I'd hate to be with Joke, sometimes you get toxic gays who are like mask for mask yeah. imagine if I couldn't wear a smoky eye like I just couldn't be in the relationship <laughs> imagine you going around New York in a monster jersey or something like that you'd be like what the heck no shade if you did like no all shade because that's also a look yeah we love pride of place <laughs> the thing is like New York seems great in that right it seems yeah. amazing and I'd love to like like immerse myself in it and, it's like, a city break though it's a city and when I go away which is few and far between <laughs> times in the year. I love a tan. <laughs> I do like to just relax on the beach with my book, have the AirPods in, go for my walkies. You basically want a holiday like an Irish man does. Exactly that. That's what you do. You want to have your bits in the day where you literally just read books and then you go and have your dinner and drink at night and go to bed. Do some yoga bits on the beach in the morning, like have my sangria in the evening. When I went away with my friends to that holiday in Gran Canaria where I fell in love with that boy who we never mentioned his name <laughs> for like for anonymity purposes. They used to call me Jerry Toomey because that's my dad's name and they said I was like a dad. <laughs> But it's because they were like, like, which is all well and good if you're mad up for like day drinking and stuff. But I wasn't going on that holiday for that purpose. I was going for my R and R, my rest and relaxation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We all, we all need a bit of that. But I love when we, like, when we go away together because, like, everyone else who I go away would be like, "Come on, we get a drink. Come on, we get a drink." And I'm, I'm always like rubber arm. I'm like, "Yeah, come on." When I'm with, <laughs> when, when I'm with you, you're like, "Come on, we go to the gym." I'm like, "Yeah, come on." That doesn't happen. That, oh my god. No, but one thing I do get a bit weird about is like, you know, when it's like six o'clock in the morning, and every Irish person leaving Cork Airport going on a holiday is in last call having a pint. That turns my stomach. Does that happen in England as well, guys? Like, let us know our English listeners. Like, 
Do when people go on holidays, I feel like when you enter the airport, the rules of the world don't apply to you. <laughs> like, no, you're in limbo. It doesn't matter what time it is, you can get a bottle of wine. You know what it's I mean? It's crazy, isn't it? It's mad. Lads, tell us if when you go on holidays, like Kevin, you like to do your exercise bits as well, or is it just all drink and relaxation for you? Because the thing is though, like I don't overdo it on the exercise bits. I just like it. Isn't there something about like just going for a run in the nice Heat when you're warm and you just have your little shorts on down the promenade. No, babe, you just want to run around to see if there's any rides around. That too, because you can go for a bit of a snoop. <laughs> but also, like, you could be anyone. You could be anyone going for a run down the prom. Down the prom. <laughs> but you know what I mean? There's just something nice about it. And as well, you feel better after you've done a bit of exercise. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? You do. No, you're always going to feel better for it. Like, it's just something that doesn't cross my mind when I'm on house. I think we should move on to the team, will yeah, we? Yeah, let's move on to this week's team. That okay. was enough of a catch-up. So the team for this week is... Rent. Alexa, play, leave, get out by Jojo. <laughs> That's when you don't pay the rent. Here's leave, get out by Jojo. On Amazon Music. Alexa's being weird today. I'm not sure I like oh. the accent. I love this beat though. Oh my god. I don't think Jojo realises how good she was. I feel like she does realise how good she is when no one else does. Yeah. Head roll. I've been waiting all day all the way. for you, babe. So won't you come sit and talk to me? Ripple right, left. <laughs> <laughs> Together always. Let's skip to the chorus, will we? Will we? The chorus is a bop. Get out. Leave. It's the end of you and you me. and me. It's too late. I can't wait for you to be gone. Cause I know I miss Jojo. She brought out an Unreal album like a few years ago um, and no one really listened to it. And I thought it was iconic. So her album was Unreal. So good. It was like, fuck apologies. I'm a say I'm sorry if I really apologies. Like, that sorry now. Listen to that if you haven't. And I think it was probably her latest album. It's her right? latest album. It was called Fuck Apologies. It was so good. And the next time a fuckboy comes over to you and says, sorry for something he did, <laughs> just send him the link to the JoJo Fuck <laughs> Apologies song. And then they'll be like, oh my God, this is a bop. He knows his bops. And I never knew about this bop. I'm missing out. Yeah. Watch him call it. I remember a few years back when I was in London, she was doing a performance at XOYO, which is kind of like a small enough venue, isn't it? That's so small for Jojo. But I never knew about it until it was like the day off. And then I was like, oh my God. And I tweeted and I was like, never knew Jojo was in London. Can't believe I didn't get a ticket. Yeah, just kind of tweeted that and like added her. And then she offered me a ticket. What? She actually messaged me back, which sounds kind of ridiculous because it's like... That's a lie. She... Wrote back and was like, oh my God, what's your name? She didn't say, oh my God, what's your name? <laughs> she was just like, oh, like, do you want a ticket? I think I, like, she was offering me to buy it. I, it turns out I was actually going to another event. Like, I couldn't actually go. But I was like, oh my God, yeah, babe, put my name down. So Jojo DM'd you on Twitter. Not DM, she just re- replied to my tweet. Jojo replied to your tweet on Twitter, offering you tickets to her show and you didn't go. I couldn't. I was going to be going by myself. I remember there was no one could go with me. I just couldn't be going. I'm not. We've discussed this before. I'm not really into gigs. I think fuck apologies is about you. <laughs> anyway, this week's theme is rent 
Because we weren't up in there recently, lads, and we were at a university, and we found out that their rent is going up by, like, a ridiculous amount. Yeah, so it's, like, going up by, like, 12% over the next three years, right? And it's actually happening in, like, most of the Dublin universities, and I think it's happening in Galway as well, and I was just like... Are you for fucking real? How the heck? Like, oh my God, imagine if our landlord told us he was raising our rent by 12% over the next three years. I'd be going back to Ireland. And, like, sorry, no, students already have no shmoneys and then they're saying now give us more or you're no shmoney I don't know how it works like when I was studying in UCC like I was fortunate that I could like commute from home and stuff mm-hmm. but like at the same time first of all it's so expensive with regard to like books and stuff <laughs> you know what I mean buying books is expensive I you know, know what I mean that hilarious, but it's my books are expensive <laughs> no books are so expensive man. knowledge is money you know what I mean and it's like you have to pay like fees as well how can people actually afford to pay rent on top of that like it's basically saying that education is reserved for like the elite financially elite and also I'm sorry now but there's obviously a fucking housing crisis in all of Ireland because rent is crazy expensive everywhere like it's more expensive to live in Dublin now than it is to live in London yeah like that's the thing like I get these notions I'm like oh if I was to go back to Ireland like it'd probably be an easier transition going to Dublin first PJ shaking his head because he doesn't want me to leave London <laughs> I'm not going to leave anytime soon but like I probably would like go to Dublin first do you know what I mean but like I wouldn't be able to because I wouldn't be able to afford the rent so it's actually I just need to get rid of that idea full stop so yeah so I think there's loads of like protests going on and stuff so get involved and go pick at those fucking rich people who are trying to take more money off you exactly so they don't need the money they don't need it they're rich enough so they're grand living in their five bedroom semi detached in D4 somewhere Rent out one of those rooms to a student, they're all bro. Exactly. But Dublin is now ranked among the top five most expensive European cities to rent in. Like, it's not crazy. Dublin, like. I remember, like, when we were students coming over here first, the stress of getting a house coming over here. Oh, yeah. That was an ordeal. That was actually, I thought the tough part was getting into, like, a decent college to train in. Yeah. That was nothing compared to the ordeal of actually finding a gaff. I always remember I came over with Connie and Linia, the two girls I moved over here with, um, to look for a house. We had one day. We thought we were going to find a house in London in one day. And all that happened was this realtor who didn't have a clue what was going on put us into our convertible car and drove us around to all manky gaff after manky gaff. Oh my God. And then we said the least mankiest one we'll do and we were trying to sign up for it and we didn't have guarantors so then we just left. What? Yeah. And he'd booked a flight over just for that? Yeah. That's crazy. So then we ended up getting even worse gaff. And sure you were in that gaff. You always say on the podcast you nearly didn't move to London because that gaff was so manky. That gaff. Not in a bad way, right? No disrespect to it and whoever's living in the house now. No, whatever no one's squa- living there. Whatever squatters are there now, like, no offence. Rats are living in there now. <laughs> the rats are full-time residents. But it was a bit... Like, I remember thinking, oh my God, I have to sing for this audition in the morning. I'm catching legionnaires off the balls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my friend Dave, like, had a cut in his knee and he fell on the couch. Carpet, and then he his leg nearly had to be amputated because no. he got infected. What? Yeah. And you had me stay there. I lived there, babe. <laughs> and then I'd be ringing my mum. She'd be like, "Is everything fine?" I'd be like, "Yeah, everything's <coughs> everything's fine." Me coughing because the mold in the wall. Did you get very sick when you're in the oh, gaff? I was never not sick. And as well, you must have thought that your last gaff was a palace in comparison. But in that gaff that I used to be like couch surfing in, I even thought that was a bit damp. It was damp, but it was nice. It was still nice. It was cute. It was cute. It, w- it was. 
my bedroom in our, the old gaff where Kevin stayed on our couch was a bit shocking. But it was still, you're right, it was nice. And as well, I was obviously glad to even like have a place to stay really as opposed to the streets of London. But one thing you realise when you come over here, and again, this may be a bit of a sweeping statement, sorry for causes offence, but the realtors don't have a clue. They're literally, there's... There's children doing their confirmation and they're putting them in suits and setting them up as realtors. But sure, none of them have a clue. I know so many people who've had so many issues because like... Are the they called realtors or estate agents? I don't know. Realtors seems a they're bit porny, doesn't it? They're estate agents. When I say realtor, I kind of think of like... Like a, like a porn scenario. Do <laughs> you? But you know what I mean? I, I know so many people like who've had issues with uh, real estate agents. It's because they don't have a clue what's going on. They're pure dumb. Yeah, and I, know, I know it sounds bad but like, Over here there. In London But it's because There's so many people Like moving to London every day So many people looking for a house Like there's so much money in it really Like it's even I never get like Why do you have to pay all these like Fees and stuff They're not even doing anything It's They click They click two buttons And they okay So admin fee 500 quid I'm like Babe you just take the box <laughs> I'll do it for you Yeah I remember, like, I was the first person to move out of our house, like, out of, like, my siblings. Your family home? Yeah, because, like, my two older brothers are still, like, living at home. And my sister now, when she lives in, at the time she was living at home, now she's based between Cork and Waterford. Um, Thanks for that information. (laughs) (laughs) You glad you know that now, lads? But I'm just saying, like, so for me, I remember even, like, my brothers and sister being like, oh, my God, like, he's moving away, like... Are you going to be able? And I always thought of myself as being very independent. But I suppose it's only when you go away then that you realise, Christ, I'm not equipped for this at all, really. Because we're all mammied too much. Yeah, oh my God. The first house you move into when you move out of home is like getting a load of infants and just throwing them into a gaff and go, play house there. No one knows what they're doing. Everyone's, everyone's pretending like they know how a washing machine works. Yeah. And then no one knows if it's safe to eat the yogurt in the fridge if it's past the sell-by date. You know what I mean? It's so weird, but it's like things like that you, you take for granted. It was the washing machine situation that I was like most like frightened of because I was like, all my clothes... It was so weird. I'd wash them and I'd put them out, but they'd still be reeking of like... Sweat. Sweat and damp. And I'm like, how does my man make them so clean? And like I, it was the f- the first time I ever washed anything was when I moved out of home because like I, yeah. like I was spoiled to death yeah. by my mum. Like. We all were. So like what I remember, still am. Uh, yeah, still am. But I, to this day, to be honest, and I'm, this is a confession on the podcast. It's yeah. an exclusive. I still don't know how a washing machine. You're works. not great with the washing machine. I still don't know. To be fair to us. The washing machine in our current gaff isn't great. It's kind of chaotic in that it doesn't show you how long you've left, which is so annoying because you could be at the gaff and you could be like wanting to pop out, but you're like, you know, if, if you could see how long was left and you were like, oh, there's only 12 minutes left in that wash, I'll hang around and put out the clothes. It doesn't tell us. Our washing machine is pure like when you a fella texts you, then you text him back straight away and then he doesn't <laughs> text you for ages and you're reeking. So basically our washing machine's a fuckboy. Like it doesn't tell you when it's going to be finished or get back to you but that's literally it and so when we first moved over I was very fortunate with the fact that um, there was another fella from Claire my friend Emmett who moved over with me and we actually went into like um, a landlady's gaff and we're like in digs together so that like your Irish college energy you moving in with a Ballantee <laughs> <laughs> she was not a banning tea in oh Ireland, my god in Ireland we go to these like parts of Ireland that just speak Irish called Gwail Tux, and you stay with like this woman so that's basically what you did 
Yeah, but the thing is, I think of Ban and T's being kind of like homely and like doing the cooking free and kind of help still mammying you, but yeah. it's just someone else's mam doing the mammying. Yeah. I can tell you now, had zero interest in the two of us. She was rootless, was she? She was. Like, sorry if you listen, but like. She definitely doesn't listen. She definitely she doesn't listen. Us, she she hates us and she's definitely homophobic. <gasps> but really? like. Um, probably wasn't, but I'm going to say yeah. Um, <laughs> but like. We were left to fend for ourselves. There was no help there. And as well, like, even, like... Uh, the thing was, I think it was her first time, like, renting out our gaff. But I think she, she like, wasn't meant to help you, right? No. But at the same time, like... If she was doing a whitewash, like, she could have said, Boys, I'm doing a whitewash, do you have any bits? No, Kevin! <laughs> but no, but, like... <laughs> I just think, like, what way my man would have been if my man was taking in someone. <laughs> you had, but you had unrealistic expectations. Probably of- that. And I remember thinking, oh, when I move away, I'm going to have such a sense of, like, freedom and stuff. And then I was like, actually, I'm more, like, insulated than ever. <laughs> I was like, I have less freedom than I ever had before because I could even come down in my PJs and my jocks at the weekend to watch TV because, like, she was in there, you know what I mean? And why, also... Why one, couldn't you, because it'd been a bit weird. Like she was the landlady, I couldn't be walking around her house with my jocks. Is your gaff too, like? But it, but that's the thing. It didn't feel like my house. Oh, okay. And as well, she had this like big dog who myself and Emmett were absolutely fucking petrified of. Like, and I like dogs, <laughs> but like I remember even some nights that we might be in the gaff by ourselves, and like you just wouldn't even go near the dog for fear of what may happen. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I remember one time as well. Like we used to like if we were ever going out drinking, we come back to the gaff. Like because we were like struggling students, we never really like had a load of food in the cupboards, so we'd always like you know take stuff from like food you know what I mean but like what well you know we were struggling babe so like you so know what you I mean so you robbed of the landlady not really robbed I would say borrowed did you put replace it no but we were paying us <laughs> but she was charging ridiculous rent for what we were actually getting so you know what I mean so you practically two Robin Hoods Robin Hood exactly that energy <laughs> but I remember one time um, we came back and we were locked right and she had an iPad and I remember <laughs> Emmett like, was like eating in the cupboard and I took the iPad when I was locked and started taking pictures of him eating. He was eating a load of the um, granola like she had in her cupboard. granola. Or granola. And I was taking pictures and he was like, stop, but we were both skitting laughing because we were locked. And then about like three weeks later, we had forgotten about it because like we were drunk and also the iPad was locked. So like we just forgotten about it basically. <gasps> and then about three weeks later, she was going through the iPad <laughs> and she just goes, Emmett, is that you? <gasps> no. And, and I was going, and then she she was like, what the heck is going on here? And we just started panicking because we knew it was him eating the food. And then we were like, oh my God, yeah. Um, Emmett was doing a dance in the kitchen last week. And I was like, I tried to record on your iPad because she was always asking us to do a dance like we were performing monkeys in the gaff. <laughs> and I was like, so I wanted to take a video of Emmett, of Emmett doing his dance. Oh my God, we were up in a heap over I it. I can't believe, like you're making, you said that she was a bit annoying, but you sound like the worst tenants ever. No, we were so good. We like, we were so clean. We were barely there because like, when we first moved over when you're in like dance college and stuff like it's quite intense so like you're there most of the day Yeah. and then we were both working the weekends so all we used it really was like was a glorified travel lodge we were just like <laughs> sleeping in the gaff really sleeping in the gaff and robbing granola and robbing the granola bits but the one redeeming feature of the gaff was uh, the son lived with her and he was like gorgeous he was handsome now it was Essex he was kind of annoying like he's kind of like very Essexy very laddy but he was handsome did you get a hook up with him no no I, 
Why am I thinking about it? I definitely didn't. I definitely wish I did, but no hookups took place. Was he gay? But like, no, he had a girlfriend and no, she was a pain. <laughs> oh, she was like so annoying, but like he was handsome. Imagine, though, from his perspective, to he rock it up to the gaff, he'd be like, why are these two gay fellas from Ireland moving but, in with me? But he didn't even know we were gay, I don't think. Like, I say that, they definitely did. Didn't even know you were gay and you and Emmett doing pedophiles around the hallway. <laughs> well, like... It wasn't really ever discussed. That's the thing as well. We didn't feel comfortable enough to kind of be out either. You know what I mean? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's so weird there hearing the story of you living with a landlady because, like, basically, that's where my mom is at the moment. Because, in as we said, like, there's a housing housing crisis in Ireland. Yeah. Um. And my mum's after taking in this student one. She's living with us now for the last three years. Like her name's Sarah. She's practically Hi, Sarah. Like family. Did she listen to the podcast, Sarah? Well, I don't know. I hope she does. Like, rude if you don't, Sarah, babe. I feel like your mum hasn't mentioned it because you're too modest. But my, my oh, my mum tells everyone who listens. Oh. My mum was telling tells literally anybody who passes her on the street that I do a podcast and she makes them download the app like Spotify to listen to it oh that's so cute but anyway so she took in this because obviously me and Lindsay are gone so she was like oh I'll take in a student like loads of Irish people doing it but like they're always we were always like to her ma'am like just remember now like she's not like your daughter like she's like a, <laughs> she's like a tenant like so yeah. like you don't have to do like everything for her right because yeah. my mom's like so lovely she do everything for anyone of anyway. course but like I'd be at home and like my mum be texting someone and I'd be like what are you doing she'd be like I'm just texting Sarah asking her what time she's going to be home I'm like ma'am but that's what you want I'd be like but ma'am you're not her ma'am like you, I just want to know if she's okay yeah but that's pure like that's what I expected or as well you know what I'm not sure if your ma'am does this but like if you're cooking a bit like yeah my man's bae for making our dinner as well you know what I mean cook a bit extra that's what I was I would just have loved now on the flip side of that we equally could have made dinner for our landlady yeah 
But at the same time, we would have loved if she made a bit for us. But I'd be skitting like my mum and Sarah would be having to gossip and everything in the, ki- in the kitchen uh, and everything. See, that's what I'd want. I'd love, like, I imagine getting your mum as, like, your landlady. Well, that would be the jackpot, like. Yeah, it'd be so I wouldn't haunted. prepare you for life, though, because that's she's so thing. nice. Now, Sarah's going to be completely ill-equipped to deal with the real world. <laughs> but at the same time, she's enjoying herself now, which is great that's to see. That's great to see. And great to hear. But they do that. There's um, some initiative that they run, I think... Now, I'm sure I only read about this in a French reading comprehension when I was studying French for the Leaving Cert. But <laughs> it's for some years ago. <laughs> for some reason, it's very vivid in my mind. But there's some initiative they do in France whereby they get people who go to university and because there's like a lack of housing or because it's too expensive, they put them in with old people. Why? So it helps like combat loneliness. So we'll say like, oh my god, like old people who are like living by themselves or whatever, take someone in, and then they're obviously like providing like cheap accommodation for the students, and also like, now again, I'm not sure how much of this is based on fact, but they would like do like skill swaps. So like, the like, old people and the students. Yeah. So like, there was one scenario where they were like teaching the old person how to like use the internet and like do things online, like order your weekly shop online, yeah. and then your the old person was like teaching them how to knit and stuff. No. And do crochet bits. Yeah. So we want to see more of that. That's. I want to move with an old person to do that. I'd love to live with an old person. They can teach me how to sew. You know what? I would love to learn embroidery, but I suppose all the young ones are doing that these days. So we don't even need yeah, an old person. Yeah, all the young ones. My friend Hannah and work does the embroidery she's unreal really? I want to get. I want her to do like some I'm grandmammy bits for us <gasps> I'm grandmam embroidery oh that's so cute yeah it's very cute isn't it I feel like we need to see more of that happening but what's that though with all like any time I moved out of a place in London does this happen to people who are listening as well no one wants to give you the deposit back ever It's but it's like it's a thing it's in Ireland as well and it's like these rogue landlords going around the gaff just give me back my fucking money just babe. give me my money that's the only reason I feel comfortable with handing over the deposit in the first place because I'm like oh it's grand because I'll get this back so it's almost like a savings scheme I but think, you never get it back I think that's what Rihanna's um, bitch but I have my money is about <laughs> it's about her trying to get her deposit back on her gaff but um, loads of people always message us talking about like their nightmare housemates, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Did you ever have like a nightmare housemate? No, not really. I've been kind of fortunate enough in that sense. Like once I went into like student digs, like was in with just other students and no living landlords. I was grand. No, I mean like when I was sleeping on your couch for four months, like you were doing me a favour. So even if you were like nightmare to live with, I was like I was squatting in your gaff. So I couldn't really complain. You know what I mean? That's Kevin's way of saying it was a nightmare to live there, but no. He it wasn't no it was so fine obviously like I was in your living room so I literally like my wardrobe was the coffee table in the middle of the room you know what I mean so like but again you were doing me a favour so it's so weird with me because I I lived in a house at one stage and I think there was like seven of us in the house really how do people do that it was a big house now alright but like it was it was a lot but the one kitchen yeah and it was always manky like because we were young Um. And I was never really in the middle of the drama, but I lived for the other drama happening yeah. around me. So for the sake of the story, we'll just refer to him as like girl one and girl two. Okay, so right, fab. Because and girl one and girl two didn't really get on because like girl two was a bit like mad, like she was just doing like crazy stuff. Okay. One day. <laughs> so girl two is always like sleep in, right? And be yeah. a bit weird and like be like and one day um girl one came back and was like <laughs> 
she was like, what's that? And she went in and girl two was asleep in the bed and her room was on fire because <gasps> she was after lighting, putting like lo- like sheets over, lamps and, and stuff. And incense, I bet you. All that stuff. And so her f- room was literally on fire and she was just asleep. I think she was what? stoned or something. And then, and then girl one was like, screamed her name, was like, girl two! <laughs> Girl two, wake the fuck up! Oh my and god! And then like that, was, this was like two days after I walked into the bathroom and the windowsill was on fire because there was a candle burning and it Sorry, caught onto the plastic. Sorry, what's all the candles? They just love the aroma, I think. I suppose. But so basically, she was like, "Not nah, fuck this! I'm moving out. She's fucking crazy. Like, like what? Like what's this happening? Like we could have died. The house could have literally burned down." But that is down. true. Like. And then If my mum's listening to this She's literally going to be In such a heap She's going to be like Stop lighting candles And uh, you know Because it was a student house Like none of the smoke alarms The batteries are on um, <laughs> No we didn't even have A carbon monoxide alarm like. Fuck And then girl too Like she just kind of Sits up in the bed and goes What? <laughs> Imagine like Pure sleepy Like what? Oh my like, god The house is on fire babe That's so annoying <laughs> So like I was like When I was here And obviously I was skitting because, But I was also like Shit that's my house as well And I could have burned down Yeah like That's crazy Like even if I think Of any stories like that Involving like housemates Like the only things That like happened was Like people were kind of Messy a bit You know what I mean Yeah but this was like Fire <laughs> That was like fire That's kind of like Life and death So like Nothing of mine compares When I was living in a gaff In um, when I was living with like four other lads, it was when the tenancy had kind of more or less ended or I told the landlord I was moving into London. Okay. Because right? I just graduated and I was kind of between, I was kind of working in a restaurant in London, but I still kind of went back to Essex sometimes because I'd like, still had my room there and stuff. Is this when you were kind of staying with me? This is oh when my I first God, started I, staying with you. You have to tell the story. <laughs> So basically I got a bit comfortable living with PJ because what happened was once I graduated if we were going out on a Saturday night I'd like stay in his afterwards but sometimes then I might stay to the Sunday night as well but I still had all my stuff in the room back in Essex. But then I was like oh like what's the point paying for another month like I'll just tell your man I moved out and I was like I'll be gone by the end of the month or like that or thereabouts and like he never really came round. <laughs> so I was like oh I'll just tell him I'm gone I'm like, and I was like oh is it okay if the tenancy like ends the end of this month but I was kind of still going there. Anyway, I told him that and then one time it was like really sunny and I found myself back in Essex and I was like catching up with a few of the lads that were there and I think it was like the last week so I was going to be moving out at the end of that week anyway. Cue me sunbathing in the back garden out my jocks. I was doing a wash because I was like packing up stuff you, to leave. But you technically don't live there anymore like you don't pay rent Oh, there. like I told him like that I was gone since the start of that month which yeah. is kind of bad because like me trying to get away with like a month of rent. <laughs> but again, he had told me he wasn't giving me the deposit back because he was like, oh, that's deposits needed for whatever reason, right? Okay. So I was like, oh, well, in fact, that then I'm going to use, like, I'm going to stay for the rest of the month. Anyway, I'm sunbathing out the back. None of the lads were there. All my clothes are on the washing line. And I'm in my jocks and the door opens. <gasps> it's the landlord with a key. And as well, he was like, kind of like, big enough fella from Essex. <laughs> kind of scary to look at kind of Phil Mitchell vibes if Phil Mitchell was from Essex. And he kind of, and I literally was like, oh my God. And he went straight upstairs and I was like, he's going to go straight into my room. Like literally I had like photos on the wall. Like the house was very much <laughs> being lived in. You were still living there, babe. Oh, I was still living there and I was like, oh my God, I need to think of a plan, like hatch a plan quick. And I was like, I grabbed whatever clothes were on the line, like, so they were still like damp and I just threw them on. I just came in and I was like, oh my God. And I tried to play so dumb. He came downstairs and I was like, hi Anne. He was like... Um, aren't you meant to be gone and I was like oh I was like yeah I was like I literally had one or two bits that I came to collect and he was like your room is full like there's nothing gone I was like 
Yeah, I was like, literally, I just like kind of left the stuff there because I said it was so hard to get like everything to London. So I said, I've been coming back in dips and drabs, but I was like, I haven't like stayed here at all. And he was like, what are you doing out the back? And I was like, oh, like, I was like, I was just tidying, like taking in some of the clothes off the washing line and stuff. And then he was like, I hope you're not trying to pull a fast one on me. And I was like, no, I was like, literally, I was like, I'm literally coming back to like grab the last few of my bits. And I'd gotten a bottle of champagne for someone for my graduation. And then I had to make up this light that I bought that for him. So I was like, no, I was like, I was literally, I said, did you see the bottle of champagne that was next to my bed? I was like, I was leaving that there for you just like to say thanks for being (laughs) such an amazing landlord. And then he kind of like bought it. But literally like I was up in such a (laughs) heap over. It was probably like my stomach nearly fell out my ass. It was probably like one of the worst like moments ever oh like because I was nabbed by the bollocks and I'd say he still knew that I was definitely like staying there but he left me off the hook because I was so charming <laughs> you know how to get out of a jam I tell that's you. the thing I was like I just thought this is an acting challenge Kevin you better go for it you better book that job um, do, do people always talk about as well like really weird renting moments do you ever have any like a weird renting moment in what sense? Like, I don't even care about the, like, renting and moving in places. It's the house hunting sends me. Yeah, I didn't realise, like, how much of an ordeal it would be. Like, you'd be having about a million tabs open, you'd be on Zoopla right move. I'd be even on Gumtree. <laughs> yeah, huh? It's amazing, like, the lengths you'll go to just to, like, find a gaff that, like, suits your needs. You'd be I'd, trying everything. I'd be nearly knocking on doors in the street being like, you taking anyone... <laughs> Because, sorry, no, you'd see a date in London, especially, as I don't know if this happened anywhere else, but you see a date and gaff, and then you go, oh, that's nice, oh, it's gone. Literally, that's the way it is, because it's such a competitive market here. It's so funny. Or as well, like, I remember when I was first moving into London, before I, like, started living with you guys, I was like, oh, I'll house it. I had heard about a few people doing it. It's this idea, basically, that you'd, like, mind rich people as gaffs, right? That sounds glam. Sounds so glam, right? And I remember I'd signed up, like, to the two different websites. <gasps> but there's this whole huge vetting procedure that you need to, like, pay for. And then, like, you're not even guaranteed to, like, get someone, like, who's going to let you look after the gaff. And sometimes it might just be for two weeks. So I wasn't going to hop in from gaff to gaff, despite ah. how nice they would be. But Kev, imagine walking around in I the know. mistress of the house's gowns when she's away. I love the idea of it. Or, like, you know, like... In the Gucci Gucci. In the Gucci Gucci, in, in the nightgown. And, like, just having an island in the kitchen. Having and just, like, chopping caddy. bread. The drinks caddy as well at the side. I'd have loved it. And then as well, there's another thing you can do over here it's called like House Guardians Oh yeah I know a few people do that And it's basically like When you live in like Abandoned like hospitals And shit like this Yeah so like Old like kind of uh, Listed buildings That like They like They're no longer in use But they're not just Going to knock them down Or whatever Like they have to They have to keep them basically So they Get people to live in them So that like You know Randomers don't just Go in and take them over That just screams Cold to me like it screams, uh, it screams open space. Because you need a fucking <laughs> hot water bottle, like. The electricity bill must be huge because you'd have to constantly have the heat on, I'd say. I remember as well, when I was on a house hunt, you always get notions when you're house hunting, you're like, oh, it's the new, my new life, where could we live? I got notions, I wanted to live in a boat there at one stage. Yeah, but I can see the appeal of the boat house. Pure Rosie and Jim energy. Pure... <laughs> Bjorn Rosie and Jim on the river I used to love Rosie and Jim by the way we could have been them but you were playing <laughs> but I I would have actually been well up for the idea of living on the boat but I do know a girl or of a girl 
she works for the same gym I work for and she lives on a boat and apparently like it's an awful effort like even when it comes to like Crossy charging sickness. bits yeah and then like and I say noise and stuff but I think it's kind of more so like when it comes into like showers and Sharks. bits <laughs> piranhas yeah it's when it comes to the sea creatures that you're kind of a bit like fucked over with also you're always in a life vest aren't you how can you live if you're always in a life vest I don't think they do but you know because we live close enough to like Hackney Wick and like down by there they've all those like canal boat kind and of and they things. always look gorgy they always look stunning especially in the summer when you see everyone up on their roofs having a barbecue or whatever yeah. you're like oh I'd love to do that but then again like grass is always greener I'm sure they like and if you look really us. close as well they all look kind of smelly you can kind of smell them when you're cycling past even if you're going at speed there's always <laughs> there's always a bit of a waft but like, like not not like shading you if you do smell and you live in a houseboat because like I'm sure you love it. Okay, so I think if we have any listeners that are like, we don't want to scare them off either going to rent something, right? Yeah. So like, it's just basically, I think the main thing is if when you're moving in somewhere, just set ground rules with your housemates because then at least you know that like you're all on the same page and yeah. if they're not upholding the rules you can be like you've agreed this to this do you know what I mean? that's so true though yeah you probably should do that like if you were in secondary school it would be at the code of conduct it's the same thing when you're same in the same thing you and just don't have they, the journal and if they mess up you can make them write it out like you did in school <laughs> what would you look for like that's the thing I suppose because we're so close and stuff like it makes for a like easy living situation and I think once we moved into the new gaff like, you know how, like, crazy and chaotic I can be with the cleaning. So, like, you kind of, like, stepped up, I suppose. But I, I feel... Skitting at you, were you saying I'm a messy bitch before? Or no, what? but, like, I think you were definitely, like, aware of me being weird. So you're like, yeah. I need to keep the gap cleaner or he's going to, like, kill me in my sleep. No, because you do need to be careful when you move into your friends because you could be friends, like, not living together and then you could live together and want to kill each other. Yeah, and I, I do know a few people who that's happened with. Yeah, and I can't do that because then the podcast would be dead, so I have to keep you happy. So you have to pretend you like me and yeah. you pretend you enjoy the living circumstances. <laughs> no, but seriously, you are, you're so easy to live with like literally like I've never I've, I've had loads of people I lived with and you're like one of the easiest anyway so based on our successful living arrangement me and Kevin are going to give you our guide to being a good housemate yeah cue music number one always clean the draining board PJ's mad for a clean draining board I think he mentioned this in a previous app Number two, if there is a holder for the toothbrushes, put your toothbrush into the holder and do not leave on the glass shelf, which leaves stains constantly, that your other <laughs> housemate will have to clean up because you're not very aware of the stains that you're leaving with your toothbrush. That feels very specific to me. <laughs> I feel like you just came for me on the podcast. Moving on, go on, do you have one? Step three. Always empty the bins when they're full because if you don't, they overflow and obviously that's manky. <laughs> Step four, when you do empty the bins, always replace the bin liner with a fresh one because sometimes people when they empty the bins think they're doing the world of good but it counts for nothing unless you've replaced it <laughs> with the bin liner. Step five, if the beds are rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> Unless invited. In which case, be open-minded. No one likes the dry balls. <laughs> you can't knock it till you've tried it. Step six. If you're making a cup of tea for yourself, 
you must always ask if anyone else would like a cup of tea. Regardless of whether they've just had a cup of tea or coffee or whether they don't like it, it is rude not to ask. If I'm shaking with caffeine in my veins and you don't ask me do I want a cup of tea you're a rude bitch you're a monster piss off we've no space for you in our house step seven no dairy (laughs) ever period step eight if your friend does happen to have a fella over then the next morning if you do bump into them please remain calm and act natural and pretend as if this is all a regular occurrence see Step six and offer them a cup of tea. And hype up your friend. Oh, Avs, hype up your friend. And also hype them up too so they think like that you're all just like a really lovely harmonious household. When in doubt, just high five them and go at a boy. <laughs> or go on girl. <laughs> go on girl. <laughs> Step nine, drop a dime. Meaning you should have a kitty which like pulls together all the utilities. So like this if you ha- want like toilet rolls and like bin bags and stuff you don't want to be the one person paying for them all the time so throw a bit of money Kevin's shaking because he always pays for the toilet rolls (laughs) but we should do a kitty really shouldn't we we should do a kitty we should heed our own advice but definitely do a kitty because it just makes things easier so you're not like silently pissed off like I am the whole time you know what I mean Mm. step 10 if you're not getting along with someone else in the house then talk about it share how you feel open up the conversation see if there's anything you guys could do to try and resolve the situation or to try and make living together a bit more of an enjoyable experience and no passive aggressive fucking notes sorry now the amount of times I've been living somewhere where you wake up and there's a sticker on somewhere being like put away your washing or there's a sticker being like can we all use our own shelves in the fridge just tell me you fucking shitty bitch exactly or whatsapp messages as well are really chaotic say it to my face or fight me you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) me taking out my earrings (laughs) there you have it girlies your step by step guide for being a glam housemate follow these simple steps and you're sure to be the envy of any house looking for a new housemate cool guys so we're going on to our mammy's advice corner oh my god I can't believe I got that name right it's Mam Knows Best. I'm not, if this is a game that I'm not like privy to, then we need to stop with it now. It's Mam Knows Best. I'm so sorry. We need a jingle that just needs to play. Yeah. We need to say, Alexa, play the jingle. Oh, she's piped up. We need to say, Alexa, play the jingle so then you can't get it wrong. And then anyway. you go, Mam Knows Best. Yeah, but just not as flat. <gasps> uh, Rude. Nah, that was me being shady. I'm joking. That was stunning, P. Okay, I'll go first, will I? Cool, you go first. What does Nuala Kirby have to offer us this week? Nuala Kirby's answering the question, any advice for when you despise your manager trying to find a new job at the moment? I hate when you hate your manager on work. Isn't there nothing worse than like when your manager is just not getting on with you? There's actually nothing worse. We've all been there though, I feel, but it's hard to navigate because they're in a position of power, right? I know. And you're worried about like losing your job if you rub them up the wrong way. If I if I haven't gotten on with my manager in the past, I like quit. So I don't I don't recommend <laughs> that. I just do something erratic. Like I I first of all I just figure out what annoys them and do that more, and then yeah. I just quit. So don't do that. Push the boundaries of like what you're still allowed to do within your job title, and like be like, oh well, I'm just doing my job. You know what I mean? Or else like do like a work to rule. So just do like there was a time there where like I was like get annoyed in work, so I was like, I'm only going to do specifically what's in my job title because I used to always like I take great pride in my work and I was doing a lot of extra bits yeah. which people loved, and then I stopped doing all the extra bits and. I was like, well, if you're not going to respect me and look after me properly, then I'm doing a work through, bitches. <laughs> this is chaotic energy. And <laughs> we need to stop. We need to listen, listen for Let's see co- what Nula says. Dear listener, 
It's hard when you go to work every morning despising work. Just keep looking forward and keep your head down. And when you succeed in getting a new job, you will feel a weight lifted. Look forward to each day. You're amazing. Oh, like basically my mum was just like, keep the head down now, girl, and you'll get a glam new job and you'll be grand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me Maybe and Kevin are like, be chaotic <laughs> in the business, then quit, then find out where your manager lives. Leave them a load of bad reviews on Google reviews. <laughs> no, but like, if you are really unhappy and like, if, if it's affecting like, how you work and stuff... Like maybe it's time to think about change, especially. Or maybe can you go to anyone higher than that manager and try and yeah. discuss it? I do think like talking about it is best, really, isn't it? Or find other people that hate the manager as well, <laughs> and then see how that Start goes. Start a union. Start a union against the manager. Right. Is it time for my mums? Yeah, don't listen to any of that advice. But yeah, Kevin, go. <laughs> okay, some someone wrote in and said, "I have a question for the wise mammies. We love it." I've been with my boyfriend for nearly three years now and our relationship is kind of fantastic. He's kind and supportive and makes me laugh. I found out recently that he went out with the girl from his friend group a few years ago. Nothing major, but they were together for a little while. I get very jealous and insecure by this, especially because they are still friends and talk to each other frequently and hang out in the same group. Any tips for moving past the jealousy? I know that he loves me and that it was a long time ago, but I still find the whole thing a bit hard to get over. I love how mature uh, you're being number one yeah. person who submitted the question. Yeah. Because like you you know that you're being irrational, yeah. being jealous, but then you're being like, How do I get past this? Yeah, and you know it's like wrong to feel the way you're feeling, you're acknowledging it, which is surely kind of step one, you've taken that step yourself, but it's easier said than done to just like stop feeling jealous. How do you yeah. make yourself stop feeling a certain way? Right. So my mum in response to that said, Hey love. It seems to me that their relationship is a good friendship. If it was anything else, they'd still be together. You know he loves you and three years says to me he's committed to your relationship. But he also has friendships outside of that, as we all do. Live in the now and know she's his ex for a reason. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Kind of toxic. True story here. For most of my married life, I've been bumping into two of my husband's exes. (gasps) What? (laughs) I love the scandal we're hearing about Phil Toomey. This is kind of news to me. (laughs) Could be in the local shopping centre or the pub down the road. (gasps) We all live in the same area. What? Who is this? (laughs) Who is this? And they are so nice. Am I jealous? Yep. In caps lock. (laughs) Jealous they had such a lucky escape. Laughing face. (laughs) Your mum's an icon. I love her. (laughs) What? But... I think I know who one of them are, but I don't wanna. That's crazy. That's crazy. I love that your mum's like rising above. But I think she's so right with the information she was saying there, which is a case of like the reason they're the ex is because it didn't work out, and just trust in the fact that he loves you now and like he's invested and committed to you. Yeah, definitely. Okay, girlies, we better wrap up the ep there before we're paying extra rent on this studio. <laughs> We can't afford it as it is, so God forbid we'd be charged overtime. <laughs> so um, it's been such a good app, and I hope that if people are having a tough time with their roommates, that they're after implementing the steps. Yeah, you know what I mean? Follow our guide, and it's sure to be a success in any household. And if it isn't, we can't be held accountable. That's a disclaimer. And also, just listen to our podcast and plug us in and block the rest of the world out, because you'll be... You'll be fine, you know what I mean? They'll just be jealous of you laughing away at yourself and then you can just make them think that you're having a a laugh of a time. (laughs) Go on, girlies. Talk to you later. Talk to you later, girlies. It's been so fun again. See you. Bye. 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 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.